What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number 22 of Rip City Rundown. First episode in almost a month and a half where we're going to have our full panel. Uh, we bring back co-host West. West, hello, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. And we bring in guest speaker who has been on a podcast before, Cody Peterson. Yes, hello. Great to be here. I remember last podcast I was in was uh, July when Chumsey Pillips was our coach. Yes, announced. and the great thing is you are from Portland, so yes, you're kind of true. more around the team. That is true. So the, some things we'll be talking about today is the Larry Nance trade that went through the other day, uh, some schedule talk, and then just anything else we come up with uh, as we're talking. So start off with the Larry Nance trade. We pick up Larry Nance and we send out Derek Jones Jr. and a protected first-round pick. It's got a bunch of protections on it, uh, like through 2028 or something, but basically that pick is not that valuable. But we bring in a big man that could shore up our big man rotation. West, how you feeling about it? Um, to be honest, when I first heard it, I was not a huge fan. Um, Larry Nash Jr. is a good player. I really think he is. But like, the goal is to win championships here. And I, like Cody, you, you and I were talking about this. Is like this move doesn't move the needle. You know what I mean? Like Larry Nance, like his stats. I mean, you have his stats, right? Yeah, so last year, obviously, he was a Cavalier, was on the Lakers a couple of years ago. Um, we got 9.3 points, 47% field goal, 36 threes, so not awful, but 61 free throw, mm-hmm. which isn't good. But he's a bigger build than uh, Derek Jones Jr., 6'7", 230 pounds, so definitely a bigger build than Derek Jones Jr. I think the thing that he brings a lot, similar to Derek Jones Jr., is he's really good on the defensive side, I think he like mm-hmm. through the beginning or through the middle parts of the year, he was like top five in defensive player of the year voting because he averaged like two steals a game at the beginning of the year. But I mean, honestly, I don't really know anything about him like specifically other than just the base stats and he can jump and dunk. I forgot to say that two steals and half a block a game. Yeah, honestly, I think he's like just Derek Jones Jr. but a little bit bigger and can shoot a little better. Um, so I do think it's an upgrade if you're comparing like players. Definitely not in it for the long run. Exactly. Era. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of what we gave up. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking for the star to trade for, but, you know, an offseason of Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell, Ben McLemore, Cody Zeller, not exactly huge acquisitions here. Like, you go out in five to Denver, what's the goal? Go out to seven against Denver. <laughs> Sorry, our co-host is having some trouble right here. But... Uh, just to try to get back on track. It's just a little frustrating. Uh, the Blazers were originally targeting Lowry Markkinen, who ended up being the main piece and of the deal. he ended up in the three-team deal, because it was a three-team deal. Yeah, so, uh, don't really know what so he, the whole did, talks about go? that. Where he he ended go? up going to Cleveland. So he went to Cleveland. Um, Chicago got Derek Jones Jr. in the pick. Okay. And I will say, pick. I was kind of doing a little bit of research on the deal. And this is on a, this is on CavaliersNation.com. Not a, you know... Not sure about sources and everything, but it does say that the rival GM says that Kevin Love wishes it had been him and not Larry Nance Jr. who got traded to Portland. Now, we all know that Kevin Love went to Lake Oswego High School. He was a, you know, he's an Oregonian through and through. He is a little older. His contract is pretty bad, but I just don't really. Guys. We're having some trouble uh, focusing (laughs) right now, but Kevin Love News did come out about him recently that he doesn't want to get bought out. He would rather just get traded, probably because he knows that if he gets bought out, he's oh, no, losing that contract. 
But I know the, the Blazers have been interested it. in him over just the past couple of years. So, but anyway, I just want to throw that out. Not a huge deal, but you know, Kevin Love and he's been connected to Portland. So overall, for a how are we feeling about this trade? Just overall for if, our next season, does it help us? Or it does it hurt us? If I had to put it on the trade gauge, I'd give it a <laughs> the trade like, gauge. <laughs> trade gauge, like a hundred percent. Like, oh my gosh, we just traded for like, Damian Lillard <laughs> and gave up nothing, and a zero percent is we just signed Cody Zeller. Oh, wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm probably putting it at like a. Honestly, like maybe sixty percent. I, I think, think it, it yeah, improves the team, but it's not a needle mover. Like you're still gonna lose to the Utahs of the world in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it helps the team. Is that what we want? And yes, it helps the, the team. It helps the team. I agree. Again, I don't. I'm not in love giving up picks because you know you're kind of just you're mortgaging your future. Like when Dame retires, it's yeah, we're kind of screwed. Geez. It's fine. Jeez, man. You know, just over this past off season, you know, just kind of just. Know that the Blazers probably aren't going to win a championship with Dame, so just you know. And if they do, it's going to be like how Dirk won it with uh, Dallas. Yeah, but maybe when Dame is not having a drop. I'm kind of kind of glad we didn't trade everybody, because actually, I mean, I don't know. I just want to win, well, and I just like don't think we'll ever win. Connection to the team, you don't want people to get traded. Obviously, you know, like you were talking about this, like Derek Jones Jr. just gets completely benched by Stotts in the playoffs. Like you know, we're not hugely attached to Derek Jones Jr. as a player. He did well here. But, um, what else we got on the schedule? Well, we can talk speak, some... What else we got on the schedule? Yeah, speaking schedule. of the schedule, we'll schedule, we can talk about the schedule. Uh, yeah, so the Blazers' schedule came out along with all the other NBA stuff. Obviously, no big time... I mean, we've got our national TV games. I think we've got like 10 or something, which the is... The first one is against Memphis. ...around the middle of the NBA. Like, you've got some teams like Sacramento that literally don't have a national televised game all year. And Tough probably the Lakers. You get Lakers like have like 39 or something. Oh my gosh. No. Okay, maybe not that much. But I, I'm just looking at the schedule. I'm just looking at I know we have a really hard start to the schedule. We got two national televised, game, televised games against Golden State. Uh, we got two against Denver. No, one against Denver. Denver. I think we got two against Phoenix. Yeah, two um, against Phoenix. I see one against Utah. We have an NBA two TV against game Denver, against the Lakers. Like NBA TV game. I'd rather watch. The worst. I'd rather watch the local broadcast. Yeah, I mean, we do have Kevin Caballero coming back. That, that is was true. Officially confirmed. That's nice. awesome. Like a week ago. Uh, better than Jordan Jared, Kent. Jared, Jared, Even though we didn't mind Jordan Kent. But I think we have, like, hardest first 20 games of the season, which is... Yeah, I'm just looking at it. Was, I, I don't I mean, mind it. I'll first, the easy get, schedule will be at the end. Yeah, but, I mean... I mean, I just look at the end of the schedule at starting. Charlotte on if you look Halloween, at the end of the, I might need to go to that game. At the end of the schedule, following at Brooklyn, March 18th, we go Indiana, Detroit, San Antonio, Houston, Houston, OKC, New Orleans, San Antonio, San Antonio, OKC, New Orleans, Dallas, Utah. That's a pretty favorable the, end the, of the, the year. The crazy thing is that like every Western Conference team is good enough to beat us, and every, but we're good enough to beat, you know. We but like that's the, the thing about the NBA is enough. like other than maybe like Detroit. Well, now they have Cade Cunningham, we're not sure, but Detroit, Chicago, Sacramento, or like, like, there's like five teams in the league where if you play them, you're like, all right, we're probably going to win. But, you know, if you're playing the Pelicans, in theory, they're not good. But they're still good. You know what I mean? They're not just an automatic win. Like, on the schedule, oh, 23rd ranked team in the league. That's a win. That makes it an easy schedule. But... You know, last time we played the Pelicans, Dame had to go off in the fourth. Obviously, our defense was atrocious last year. Adding Larry Nance, how much do you think that helps? Uh, honestly, I think it 
Uh, and Chelsea Bill, just the new. No, I think I think Bill the defense will though. be improved for sure. I'm thinking so it's going to be like sure. middle middle of the pack. Maybe like I'm thinking like 18th. I think we'll be 18th in defense. Yeah, I could see the 18th. I know Chauncey said like if you don't play defense, you won't play. But I have a hard time believing that he'll. I think it's just like giving effort. Like and CJ yeah. can give effort, but he's still like when he's trying. And we got to think he was like injured last. Year. He wasn't 100. percent So well, you know CJ yeah, McCollum. So yeah. rerunning him and Dame. I mean, you can't just say. Oh, they're gonna suck again because just a three guard lineup is just. But, but what? we've seen the statistics. The we've the seen com- the statistics. Oh, are you talking about the offensive rating? Over the and defensive rating oh. was number one of the over the final twenty six well, games. We had the had number to, one defensive rating and offensive rating among starting five. Yeah, well, if NBA, you had to make which the, is the two biggest questions for the Blazers this year is going to be: Can the bench produce, and can Nurkic not foul out? Yeah, that was the reason we that lost the series. That was the reason why we lost the series. Not blaming Nurk. A lot no, of them no, no. tacky, but like, yeah. I mean, but I think you, Nurk can also improve on his decision-making when it comes to fouls. Because when Nurk goes off the court, you have Rondell House Jefferson playing small ball five, and we all know his plus minus in the Denver series. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you look at the statistics, and it's just insane to think about it. Like, we had a we had a plus 21 net rating versus Denver with our starting lineup in. Just, just for the viewers who may not know like, net rating, you want to explain that? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's just... No, I'm just messing I don't really know what it means, but I know that we were the best in the playoffs of among the starting lineups. But when you got Ennis Kanner going in there and just... Is net rating not plus minus? It might be. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Cool. But anyway, those would be the big questions for the Blazers this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see how our offseason acquisitions um, are going to be factored in. In y'all's opinions, um, what do you think was the best offseason move for the Blazers? And you can't say the same one. How about that? Well, there's just well, Cody think, Zeller, Tony Snow, Ben McLemore, Ben McLemore, and Larry Nance, and resigning Norm. I'd say resigning Norm. I'll say, I would agree with you. I mean, yeah, I would say that's. Or letting one. Zach Collins go. He's committed. Is that the best I mean, offseason move. We, we, we could see. I mean, looking at his letting Mallow go the best offseason. Obviously, letting Norman Powell. Let, letting Kanner go might have been the best. Actually, okay, Kanner was just bad in the final series. That's it. Mellow. Yep. Mellow, I like Mellow. I think Mellow going to the Lakers. Uh, I mean, congrats. You're ring chasing me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it's for that. He just wants to play with LeBron, you know. I think or, it's or the think? same. Honestly, Playing with LeBron is ring chasing. The more I think about it, the more I think it's it's better than people are going to realize. Like, I, I do think he fits the mold of this team. An athletic big. I did like Derek Jones Jr., though. Oh, did, was, and does he play the four? He can play four. Does he start he just the plays four? the four. No. Is he going to start the four? four? No. Our starting line is set in stone. It has to be. What, it would be Larry Nance off the bench, Anthony off the bench, probably Ben McLemore. Okay, I think... off okay. the bench, Zeller as the back. I mean, look, the thing is, like... It's, it's depth. It's just, like, not... You, you When you think of Tony Snell, Ben McLemore, Cody Zeller, you're not like, oh, my gosh. That is a insane deep deep bench right? the, no. the way we'll be good next year is if we can do something like the other teams do like you look at yeah, yeah like exactly. none of our middle middle draft picks that we take like our late round picks ever pan out, pan out and be stars enough. like we good need to end a seer little to make a crazy jump yeah, we need a anthony simons to make a crazy jump like you look at Giannis was a mid was a late lottery pick and he's amazing you look at like Jokic, second round pick draymond green second round pick like even like I think uh, what's his name, our second round pick we got, uh, Greg, Greg Brown. Yeah. I think he's he's a, he's a really league. yeah he went between the legs like he's a really solid project yeah, like, player. Okay. But then again, it's a project I have a question. player. I have a question. Who do y'all think will have not necessarily be the most improved player, but who's gonna have the most improved season for the Blazers? 
It's a tough one. You can go first. It could be Dame. Do you think Dame's going to average 50? Um, the thing about Dame is he's already so good. Just how much better can he get? He has been getting better every year. He was better last year than 2020. That Sucks. is true. He's better than 2020 cool that game than five. 2019. So sad. I'll say... Uh, I'll say Nurkic. I think Nurkic had a down year last year. If he can get back to what he was right after we traded for him, he or the, the season the season before he hurt his leg, or the season he did hurt his leg, when he was averaging like 16 and 11, and people were like, is Nurkic a top five borderline center? No one's even thinking about that anymore. No one even maybe thinking he's top 10, because he just didn't have the strongest year. I think he did play well in the playoffs, other than the fouling. I mean, it proves the defensive rating the and stuff, but I think he will have the biggest jump. And also, like, Nasir Little. I could see him making yeah. a, a big jump to being a key rotational piece. Yeah, I, I hope Nasir Little makes a jump. Uh, what do you think about Simons? You think? I think jump? I was going to say Simons, most likely. Hang on, go to golf. <laughs> You're good. Um, Simons, I mean, yeah, he's just a catch-and-shoot player. He mm. can... Uh, I mean, he won the dunk contest. Not that he dunks, but, like, he, he can just do so much on the floor. He's got to improve defensively. Okay. But I think Simons can be a lights-out shooter for us. Can you know make those open shots when Dame drives and has to kick out to him? If he can just hit those shots and do it under pressure, he kind of did did not in the playoffs. But yeah. I think he could have the biggest jump and improvement for our team this year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for me, I'm probably gonna go with I'll probably go Simons too, only because like like in terms of upside, I think he has the highest upside. I think he's like improved every year, and I'm hoping like. Like, the Blazers have needed, like, a real, like, solid backup guard play for a while. Like, we just, we're going to ride the three-guard lineup really hard. But if Simons can be that fourth guard that gives us some solid value and good minutes, I think that'd be huge for the team. You want to know what I forget about? I forget about, uh, we still, like, have one more open slot, and we still have that mid-level exception, which is, like, 6 mil or 5.5 mil. So we can still go out and get, like, one of the better free agents remaining. And I know, like, Paul Millsap's still out there. And I know, like, the Larry Nance Jr. trade kind of, sh- people say it shored up the big man unit. But, like, we still have that money. So what are we using it on? Like, where's our so, biggest so it's, Where's it's our biggest need? It's exceptions in Emily. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's why it's probably a little under $10 million we have. It's, no, it's one of, like, the smaller it's ones. It's, like, the Let's $7 see. million one. Because uh, you have the full Emily. You have, like... The smaller Malay, and you have the BAE, which is the biannual. And I think we use that on, oh my gosh, maybe can't. I don't remember, to be honest. You know, salary cap rules and procedures yeah, not, can I know be a it's, little tedious sometimes. I know it's not a $10 million one. Okay. It's Point is that, you know, we still have a little bit of, you know, money to play with, as crazy as that sounds. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, if you really think about it, like, obviously, starting five is set in stone. You have, those are the five, and you have Simons. You have Nasir Little, Larry Nance Jr., Cody Zeller, Ben McLemore, Tony Snell, CJ Ellaby. That's 12. Who am I forgetting? Exactly. Really it's hard matter. to think off the top of the head. Um, like CJ Ellaby. I guess is floor. Greg Brown going to be on the two-way? The point is that, you know. Yeah, we have Greg Brown and then Trendon Walford are two final, the two people we picked on the second round or signed yeah. undrafted. And so we have another guy if we want to go get. Um, maybe like don't backup. Know, maybe probably. If, I would for, say guard. I would say wing. Wing guard. Okay, no, no I would say wing, wing, actually, given the fact that we have a guard never playing have wing. Enough, I mean, even Tony Snow and Ben Malcolm are guards. Eh? Yeah, I would say a wing. Or just like a, a four. A four. A Paul Millsap, honestly. It's a good Maybe just get a guy for some uh, veteran leadership. All right, I have a question. I, I have a question for you guys because um, 
I think a lot of Blazer fans get upset with the way off-seasons go. Are, y- are y'all happy with the off-season acquisitions or no? This is the first part of the question. No. Okay. Okay, I'm not either. Okay. Just no big moves. I don't know. I say, I say no hesitantly because I don't know how yeah. it could have been better. Okay, well here, yeah, this kind of leads to my second point. Would you have been, okay, you're going to say yes, but do you think it's fair that if the expectations weren't so high? Like, I think my point I'm trying to make here is that I think a lot of Blazer fans, myself included, got a little too, like, like, it's harder to trade for a star than people realize. I think, especially being a small market team, people don't want to sign here in free agency. And B, we don't have any really tradable contracts other than CJ, and Neil's not going to trade CJ. So, I think... The point I'm making is expectations were a little too high. Like, I think Neil Olshay should get credit for the marginal moves he makes. Like, I think he works with what he's got. I think he could be more aggressive, but I think expectations were maybe too high. Is that fair? Is that fair I to think say? the reason that people don't like Neil Olshay is exactly what you said. He makes good marginal moves, but that's it. Like, he doesn't make the big move. And I don't think he really had the option to make a big move, big move this year unless it was like Ben Simmons. But we saw the asking price they wanted for Ben Simmons, and the more and more yes. I thought about it, Ben Simmons was probably not yes. going to be the best pickup. But yeah, I agree. I think the bringing back Norm was huge. Yeah, the expectations were a little high. Yeah, it's too, it's hard to just trade for a star like you said, Ben Simmons. But um, yeah, that's that's what I think. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily think that like it was a terrible off season, but I think it, it obviously could have been better. But you know, for the also, the jury's out. It depends on how the team plays. We can't really make a final call. Until the team I mean, we games. made it to the Western Conference Finals two, two years, years ago. ago. So it's like... With Nurk Hurt. It's it's possible. It really is. It just... You need depth, though. And I don't know if we have the depth. We might. I think we have better depth than last year. Honestly, if I had to guess, I think that was Neil Shade's biggest Last thing. question, last question. Are the Blazers, do you think, are they going to be better this year than last year? I mean, comparing to last year. Are they what, better are they or worse? Six seed last year? Six seed. First round exit. I think we'll be right there. We'll be having a solid first yeah, round matchup, I mean, and if we get out of the first round, it'll be a successful season. I think. In theory, the teams that are better than us: Utah, Denver, Utah, Lakers, Denver, the LA teams. I don't. Maybe Clippers might not be. They're not gonna have Kawhi for most of the year. True, true. Fe- so Phoenix, Phoenix Utah, Denver, the Lakers. After that, I think that's a I tier. I think we're on the same tier as Dallas, like Dallas, and us. I don't even know who else are. Clippers will still probably Clippers, be on our tier. The Warriors. Oh, Warriors might be in forgot about the top tier again. The West is just so hard. It's unfortunate. I could see us, like, we might slip into a play But also, game, sadly. I could see Utah, Phoenix, or the, like, the Lakers is going to be, that's going to be just an interesting thing to watch, the whole experiment there with Westbrook and Carmelo and LeBron and AD. Um, but I could see one of those three teams kind of stumbling out of the gate, if you will. Like, maybe Utah is let down, or, you know, Phoenix does. I, I don't know. Phoenix is weird to me, but we we shall see. But the Blazers are a playoff team. As long as we have Damian Lillard. Yeah. Yes, we are. Maybe We're not. In. Maybe maybe a seven seed in a plan, but we'll, the more we'll be in the playoff get, series. The more experience you get, the better you get. This is this will be Dame's what? Eight playoffs? Eighth? Probably, yeah. It's going to be eight. Well, I think they've made, made it every year around. since <laughs> the first year he made the playoffs was his. 2013-2014. Yeah, so, so ever since then he's made so it. I think we're coming on year nine. Yeah, we have the longest playoff streak in the So we got to keep it going. All right, the final thing I'm going to say or have is a little thing I found some hot takes about the Blazers. Some of these are really bad, but I'm just still going to say them. Some of them are good. And you just tell me if it's something that you think will happen or you think it's true or not. Um, So the first one I see is 
There was enough dirt to fire Terry Stotts four plus years ago, and since no one or since they never did it, the organization is suffering because of it. And who who tweeted that? Sorry. This is just hot takes that this page posted. I see, and it's just of people that commented, just oh, random people. Yeah. All right. Well, I basically, think, do you think Terry Stotts should have been fired earlier? Um, I think you could have made a case for it after the Pelican series for sure. Um, but I also think, you know, I think part of it, if, if you want to, if you're going to put blame somewhere, I think part of it has to go on maybe Dame because he advocated for Terry to stay. If you're looking at it like that, I don't, I don't have a problem with Terry staying after the Pelican series. I mean, what we went to the Western Conference finals the next year, but I think if you had fired him after the Pelican series, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah, and then ever since the Pelican series, you couldn't have fired him after the Western Conference Finals. You and then what are you supposed you to do, really do after the, the bubble? In the bubble. So I mean, yeah. If anything, it would have been after the Pelican series, but I don't think that we're suffering because of it. No, I think what we're suffering is what we suffered is from giving out contracts in 2016. Yeah, I agree. I think now is the appropriate time, and that earlier would have been unnecessary. I also think Chauncey is the man for the job. It's a hot take. I know a lot of people are more concerned with I like Chauncey. off the court issues, which is fine, and they're very warranted to question. But it should make or break a head coach. All right, the next one okay. is, and I, there's two that go along with this. Asked Boo the sis, and I'll give you the why because this person said the why. Damian Lillard will average nine plus assists in Chauncey's assist in Chauncey's system, and it says Damian Lillard's career high is eight assists. And Chauncey plans to focus on moving the ball more, which will lead to at least a new career high in assists per game. Wait. And the same thing goes for Nurkic. Will oh, Nurkic oh, you're average about, like, five over the course of the season. Yeah, will he average nine assists a game, and will Nurkic average five assists a game? I think Nurkic does. I think Dame. Does Nurkic not. averaged four last year in a career. I high. don't think Dame. I think Dame stays in the eights, only because Nurk. I think, I think this team's at its best when Nurk is you know, playing, at the high post and like move like when it's passing and effective. It's good to hear that he wants to try this. New play style. I don't know if we'll get nine, but we'll probably get more, or at least eight. So Yeah, yeah. And I just know that the offense should look a little better next year with well, it, less ISO, hopefully. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes, like, I guess the analogy I'll give is, like, in soccer, when I watch soccer. Like, teams that are worse talent-wise have a strategy. Like, they bunker in, they play a lot of defense the whole time, and they try to, you know, nick a goal or something. And In basketball, when you're... To start, your team is not as talented as Phoenix or Utah or the Lakers, so you're gonna resort to giving the ball to your best player. So, like, I think ISO ball was kind of what we needed to do. I think, that you know, to give us the best chance. I mean, it was ISO ball in Game Five, and I was totally fine with it. <laughs> I mean, he had 55. Yeah, true. Uh, the next one is, and I think there's like three. What was that? There's a lot of these actually. Some of these are really bad though. Uh, the next one is Anthony Simons will become a Zach Levine type player. Both players possess elite athleticism and a great three-point shot. Yes. With added strength and more confidence going to the rim, this could very well happen. I think it very well it's could. It's a good comp. I think it's a good comp, like, athletically, but I think if that's going to happen, he's got to be traded to a lottery team. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to do it behind Damon. Yeah, he's not going to do it with Blazers. Surrounding with that lineup, no way, but I do hope that that happens. If they, trade him to the, they trade him to the Magic for Aaron Gordon. Oh, wait, he's not in Denver. You know what's a funny stat? I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I, it's Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, how, what, his three-point percentage in the playoff series against us was what, like 37%, maybe even 40%. I think it was like 40s. 40% against Phoenix in the second round? 0%. Yeah. Unfortunate. Next one is Nasir Little doesn't make the jump that everyone expects. 
And I don't know what the expected jump is, so this is kind of a hard yeah, that's one. A very, weird, that's weird a question. One. Very general we question. We can move on with it. Let's yeah. just move on. Yeah, move on to that one. Uh, Norman Powell will average 25 points a game, leading to a CJ trade. Not, I hope. That's a little too, min, not too much, much. Too much points. But basically, in a better way, Norman Powell plays well enough to trade CJ, say, at the deadline. Yeah, I don't think he'll average 25. I just I don't, I don't, I don't see where he's going to get that many shots. Not even CJ average 25. He's not getting that many shots. And the next one has to do with CJ, and CJ plays like his start to last season and earns an all-star spot. I I really hope so. I really hope so. I think and so. I actually I think, think so. this could happen. I, I really think do. so. Because I really hope so because like he got a lot of hate at the end of that series. Yeah, I think he's I think he's hungry. I think CJ's hungry for sure. I would love for him to an all-star appearance. He deserves it. I mean, it. he was looking so good, and then just one little ankle injury, and that's mm-hmm. even when you come back like you're still not 100. percent And we saw yeah, that. Then Nurk. We saw that in the series. And of course, that injury. Anything else? <laughs> the last one. This one's dumb. Every small forward on the Blazers is trash. Yeah, I think we'll end it there. <laughs> yeah. Relative to Western Conference opponents. Um, anything else we got? I think that's... No, those are just a couple... I don't think so. A couple uh, honestly, follower takes. If you're if you're watching the podcast, if you're watching... Sorry, if you're not watching. If you're listening to the podcast, excuse me. If you're listening. <laughs> that was dumb. If you're listening to the podcast, comment... Or wherever you see this, just let let us know somehow what you think of the Larry Nance Jr. trade. Um, my hunch is that it's going to be mixed reviews. So yeah, I, I want to hear y'all's opinion on that one. Yeah. I mean, Anything else, boys? That is it. Make sure to subscribe if you're li- listening on YouTube. Hopefully, within the next coming days, we might start uh, getting a little reward for doing this podcast. You know, we've been working on that for maybe four or five plus years. Yeah. <laughs> trying you, to you, get someone to happen yeah, with YouTube. You just quote reward, aka means. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then if you listen on Spotify, then the last podcast was the best podcast we've had ever. So go listen to that. If you listened on YouTube, go over to Spotify and just click listen and then clear. Oh, also, just also, get the numbers up. Also, also <laughs> let me just throw in a little, 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 little bit of guys. Go follow Dane.daily. Dane.daily, yeah. CJ.daily. CJ.daily underscore, maybe? I don't even know. And rip.city.tom.com. <laughs> yeah, those were the times of daily pages. So Going eight hundred plus days strong. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. It's not as it's not as bad as it sounds. Oh, I did see that quote. And you know. Well I followed Dame setback on Instagram and he was like, These boys are clowns because it was like Dame CJ like fantasizing about winning because he 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 wants Dame to get traded like Philly or something. Tough. But that's not going to happen because the Blazers are going to win a championship next year. Dang right. Well, thanks for watching, listening. Dang, I said watching. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. That's it. That's all we got. All right. Peace. Go Blazers.